everyone. Welcome to Her Take. My name is Jackie. I'm Jen. And I'm Kira. A while back, we had an idea to start a podcast. So we thought, why not? We came together to create a space where we could openly share, learn, and grow with each other as we navigate life after college and in the realm of adulthood. Every week, we'll be sitting down to check in with each other and reflect on what's been on our minds. Any topic, big or small, meaningful or not so much, we'll be sharing our take. Thanks for joining us. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Her Take. It's been a little while since we've sat down to chat with you. So grab your coffee, grab your tea, whatever you're drinking, get cozy, because we're going to have a good episode today. I feel good vibes. Mm-hmm. It was Jen's birthday on Friday, so it's kind of a special weekend for everybody. One of our Her Take ladies uh, did another revolution around the sun, as they say. <laughs> so let's just dive right into it. Jen, do you want to get us started with how your week's been, birthday girl? Sure. So because we didn't have uh, an episode last week, I thought I'd just like quickly recap Thanksgiving weekend. Um, I actually ended up working from home Tuesday and Wednesday and Monday because Monday it was a little snowy in New York. So I didn't go into the office for a solid week, which was kind of nice. But then I was like really struggling that first Tuesday back. Um my manager kind of sent like a a sassy message to our entire team though like we can't keep working from home so I was like all right no taken won't take advantage of this again so that happened but other than that um Thanksgiving break was really nice reconnected with some of my friends um Jackie was there as well but we reconnected with some of our Mm -hmm. high school friends And we went to this Mexican restaurant in town, and it was really great. And everyone got margs and sangria. And it was just nice catching up with everybody. Um, But yeah, my birthday was on Friday. And birthdays are so weird because I feel like there's so much pressure for them to be really good. And then when they're not Mm -hmm. really good, you get extra upset because you feel this pressure for them to be great. Yeah. So, yeah, my birthday ended up not really being that great, which was kind of disappointing. But honestly, I'm just kind of taking the L on this birthday. And it's really not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. Like, what had happened was I just met up with my friends for pre-games. And one of my friends, like, invited her boyfriend, which was fine. And, like, he was inviting his friends. And we were going to go to this one bar, which I didn't realize is only 23 plus. And so some of these people were 22. And so I was like, like all right, at the last plus. minute. Yeah. So at the last minute, we had to decide to go to a new bar. And then I wanted to leave early. Like, I wanted to leave the pregames early so that we can get there and not wait in line. And it's the exact opposite of what happened. We ended up leaving my friend's apartment after 11 and we stood in line for an hour and basically it got to the point where I was like, we're not getting in and I just want to go home. And our friends, Chris and I, me, were already inside. So then I felt really bad because they were just waiting for me. 
Um, and like one of my other friends was really drunk and she like went to a different bar with this guy and I got like upset. Um, she ended up apologizing for it. She was like, obviously it's not an excuse, like me being drunk, but like I was really drunk. Um, so I just like got upset and I was like, I just want to go home at this point. Um, so it ended up like not really being that great, but I just woke up the next morning and I was like, I'm going to stop feeling sorry for myself. It's one birthday. I've had 24 to have one birthday be my worst. Like it, it had to have happened eventually. So it's fine. And the rest of my weekend has been fine. I've just been relaxing a lot, which has been nice. And Maisel is back, which is really exciting. <laughs> yeah. I texted Jackie and Kira this already, but my parents started watching Maisel without me. So I was a little upset and so betrayed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yesterday we just watched almost the entire third season. We I think we still have two episodes oh left. Oh my gosh. But yeah, wow. just oh the gosh. three of us sat on our couch and potatoed and watched Maisel and it's just so good. She's so awesome. Uh, yeah, wow. I'm kind of waiting to watch it with my parents because that's a show we watch together mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah. I also watch that show with Kira and her parents sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I can't really get my dad. My dad is not of binging culture. So I yeah. can't really. I'm always like another episode. And he's like, why don't we wait till next week when it comes out again? And you're like, like I don't want to wait. all. We can watch it right now. Yeah. He doesn't understand. He's better than all of us. He's uh, not accustomed to. We could sit here for 17 hours and watch the whole thing. Um, Jen, I'm really sorry about your birthday, though. I think you have a good perspective on it. But on the topic of birthdays, I totally agree with what you were saying about you have a lot of expectations around the day. I think there's a lot of pressure for it to be... Like, why is this one day supposed to be special just because you were born? Mm-hmm. But I think there's a lot of pressure of, like, this has to be amazing. And I always I always like other people's birthdays, but not really my own. Exactly. I feel the same awkward, way. Like, yeah, when you're celebrating somebody else, it's so fun. But when it's yourself, you're like, there's so much attention on me. I don't want it. I want everyone to have fun. Right. I always envision some super cute fun day and it never necessarily turns out the way I envision so just having to let some of those expectations around what a birthday should be go and just be like it it doesn't matter I'm gonna be the same age the next day like nothing changes just because it's one day it's kind of the same reason I don't like new year's I find new year's kind of stressful where there's a lot of expectation around the new year. Everyone wants to have a big party and like everyone's like new year, new me. And I'm like, nothing changes just because like the clock strikes strikes 12. Uh, I don't know this kind of stuff. I can't really form clear thoughts on why it stresses me out, but it stresses me out. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry you didn't have your ideal birthday, but you're so right. You're going to have more birthdays and more great days this year to come. Exactly. And I think what's sad is like I got texts from my friends the next day like I'm sorry you didn't have a good day and like they feel bad that's the thing I don't want anybody else to feel bad about it I was just Mm. getting really overwhelmed because my friends were in two different places and I'm trying to it's stressful enough to coordinate two friend groups um Mm -hmm. and I feel like the people I pre-gamed with like totally just 
sometimes don't understand that you have to like wait in line. Usually if you go to a bar after 11 and I knew this and I was trying to avoid it and it was exactly what ended up happening. So, I mean, it's fine. Like, honestly, my life has been going pretty well lately regardless. Um, So I think that's what's making me just kind of brush this off as it was literally just one bad Friday night and it just so happened to be my birthday. And it's really not that big of a deal. It's also like I'm 24. That's old. We don't really need to be celebrating anymore. Yeah, exactly. We're like, it's all downhill from here. Who cares? Right? (laughs) I'm just aging at this point. Yeah. (laughs) Sagittarius season, Mm boo-boo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I get that, though. Oh, sorry. No, I just wanted to add, like, I feel like this past year, I got upset because I didn't. And, like, it was sort of my own fault. I didn't... um, really plan anything for my birthday and then I was trying to make plans and they and they fell through with people that I was going to get together with and then that just made me sad because <laughs> when you guys were saying I don't really like attention I I was like I I like attention <laughs> I, no, want, I like my I like my birthday to be about me and then nothing really just happened and so I think my new approach with that is just I need to decide and make plans well ahead of time and just say okay be here at this time and at this place and and that's so taking control of like your of your birthday and things like that I think is sort right. of my new approach um because I do I mean I do I, I I do like to celebrate my birthday so I think um I feel that one when when it doesn't quite go to how, how you thought right well I think the other thing too is if I'm like oh, I don't really like the attention don't make it a big deal and then when no one makes it a big deal you're like right. excuse me like <laughs> right yeah. you didn't want to celebrate me I didn't want to yeah. celebrate me but <laughs> you should have wanted to celebrate me um so yeah no I feel that <laughs> Yeah, you do have to plan your own parties because Mm -hmm. I don't know what's wrong with all our friends. Step it up, people. Throw me a dash. You're welcome for my presence. (laughs) I would like to see a little more appreciation. Yeah, I'm totally kidding. It's totally fine, everybody. Anyway, moving forward, Jackie, how was your week? What's new with you? It's been a while. It has been a while. Hello, everyone. It's been a good week. Uh, First major life update. Um, I would like to officially announce that uh, we got a real tree this year. We have a beautiful balsam fir. I didn't know where you were going with this. I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm pregnant. No, I'm kidding. Stop. Um, (laughs) Kidding. Um, No, we got a a real tree this year. This is the most exciting thing that's happened in a long time. Um, And so, yeah, I went to Home Depot with my mom and my brother because he has a pickup. And so we put it on the back of the pickup because I was not going to put this big tree on my Prius because it just seems like a bad idea. Um, And we got a beautiful balsam fir. It is now in our living room and it looks great and even my mom said wow this is this is actually really nice and can I just say like there have been zero not zero there have been barely any needles falling off I think I don't I don't remember it's been so long since we've had a real tree and my mom's biggest you know sort of complaint against getting a real tree again is that the needles fall off but I think they used to get this like awful I don't know what it was definitely not a balsam fir there's another one that has like a a longer and thinner needle and those fall off really easily Mm -hmm. and it seems like maybe it was it was the type of tree and that's sort of what has left a bad impression but get a Mm -hmm. balsam fir and everything's gonna be fine and it's gonna smell really good and has a natural conical shape 
everything's going to be fine. And it looks great and it smells really good and I'm really happy about it. Um, Amazing. So, yeah. It was great. It's lovely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Super happy about that. Um, and also, I just wanted to share that I went to a quince last night and they were, they're family friends, but they're super rich Mexican people. So it was really extra, of course. And so, I mean, first of all, the whole party, it was like a wedding. It, it They had <laughs> table, like they had the flowers. You know when the flowers sit on those really high vases? I don't even know how to explain them, but it, I mean, it basically looked like a wedding. And in the, the, so they had a mariachi band in the beginning um, during cocktail hour and then in the beginning of the party. And then they brought in another live band that was playing ranchera music. Just, I mean, I don't like it, but it was so loud. And they had a live band that must have had 15 guys. It was all different kinds of instruments, multiple singers. It was crazy. And then after that, at the end or towards the end, this party went until 1 a.m. Um, they... I don't even know how to explain it, but all of a sudden came this, I'm not kidding you, a, a 10 foot tall robot, basically. What? I mean, it was a guy, I think, dressed as a robot, but he looked like a transformer. He was this weird light up. I have a video that I will send to you guys. It was, I don't know how to explain it, but basically he was in the crowd and the and people went wild when they saw this guy and he was dancing alongside. It was just the wildest they had ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where they get that from. I don't know. I'm not sure. Like, how how is that service listed? You know, when you <laughs> I, I assume maybe he came with the band. So I don't know how that conversation goes like, oh, like we have like a, a guy dressed up like as a robot. He looks like a transformer and he lights up and he dances in the crowd. It was just so crazy. It was honestly 10 feet tall and it was insane. Um, so I mean, but like Latinos are always extra when it comes to these things. But that was a lot. Um, and then she, they did three dances, her and her court, which was a lot. Also. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My gosh. Three dances, two in the beginning. And then they had a surprise dance, which isn't a surprise dance because everyone knows they're going to do a surprise dance. Um, it was crazy. It was it was wild. Um, yeah. And um, <laughs> just one more thing I have to share. Apparently, so I went to my optometrist again yesterday, and I've gotten new contact lenses, which actually feel comfortable, which is a big change. Um, And it turns out that I think I mentioned this before, but it seems like the dark circles under my eyes. I thought they were just dark circles. I didn't quite know what the redness she was referring to was, but she says, no, I think the this dark I think the, the redness is your dark circles. So hopefully with these new contact lenses and the fact that I'm not allergic to the material they're made from will hopefully alleviate the constant dark circles under my eyes, which is actually just redness. So I'm really curious to see because I have super dark circles, but I think it's, I mean, it's almost kind of purple, (laughs) right? So, but I think some of that is redness according to her. Because, I don't know, so it should be interesting. Because I, I literally have bumps on the inside of my eyelids because I was allergic to my contact lenses. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it was, like, pretty... It's been a very eye, eye-opening <laughs> eye-opening um, past few weeks with my new optometrist. So I will give an update if my dark circles are alleviated by this. 
Uh, I'm curious Again, to find I would out. love for somebody to diagnose my dark circle. So congrats. I know. I know. Yeah, I hope so. I hope I hope this is it because I, it's always like this. It's not even when I'm tired. So I, I can I sleep well. I always have dark circles. Yeah. I think it's just a genetic thing. Me too. Like it's yep. just my mine. Mine just seems so purple. White skin. Yeah. Well, yeah, that too is like you're so pale. <laughs> that I'm it, so it looks pale. more the contrast. It's not even maybe that you have such dark circles, but maybe the contrast is more makes it seem yeah. more obvious. Yeah. You can just like see the veins working. Yeah. Through yeah. my porcelain skin. <laughs> mm. anyway. So yeah, lots of uh lots of things going on. Lots of I mean, nothing I mean, two of those things, the tree and the party, they didn't even really happen to me personally. So just things that have been going on. Things you've been benefiting from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's my week. Great. Yeah. What about you, Kira? Well, speaking of my pale skin, on Friday we had our holiday party. So I, you know, I wore a skirt that broke out my legs, which made me realize how pale I was. Oh my god! Yeah, I was just like, "Whoa, these haven't seen sunlight in a while." Are you? What material was it made from? Are you allergic to that? Well, I guess so, right? Oh no, 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 no! I'm saying like I wore a skirt, so like my legs were out. Oh, oh I you thought know you saying? meant like broke out your legs, like you had like hives. No, just or like a rash I brought them out. I brought them out. Here my legs. Jackie, I was thinking the same thing. Sorry. I really went somewhere else. I thought, oh my god, wait, what happened? Yeah, no. My legs are fine. They're just really oh, pale oh because my god. they don't get sunlight. So I see, I see. Well, even course. if they got sunlight, they're very pale. Um, <laughs> I also am very swollen because I think it's because of the... We're in rainy season here on the West Coast. Uh-huh. Uh, I think something about the barometric pressure... I, my knee is sensitive to changes in the pressure, mm-hmm. but like my ankles were swollen. So wow. I don't know if I should be concerned or if I'm just going to let it go, but I had like little mini fat rolls on my ankles. Oh. So I was like super blinding white, pale leg and then fat roll ankle. So who knows? I might not have looked too cute at the holiday party. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Oh my God. Um, I also... I feel like my voice, my voice feels rough. I don't think it sounds rough, but you know, when you have to yell at everybody over the music to mm-hmm, have a conversation. Right. Yeah. And then also last night I went to karaoke for my friend's birthday. So just oh, like, fun. I am not living my life as if my voice is my moneymaker. So it might be a little <laughs> rough. I don't know. It's not my moneymaker actually. Like nobody's paying me. Uh, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <clears throat> um, but yeah, overall good. Back on the West Coast, had a nice time at home for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a lot of fun with my coworkers at our holiday party. Um, they did this thing where they listed all the new employees. Like they went through and they were like, "Here's who's been here for five years, ten years." Gave a little plaques. Then went through and they were like, "We're growing. We hired all these new people," because it was all the Bay Area, not just our office. And so. They go through this list of like 20 new people that they hired and I'm not on it, which I just thought was really funny. (laughs) Like I just thought, because my roommate was my plus one. So she was like, oh, boo, this is you. They're going to say your name. 
and then they go through the whole list and I'm not mentioned at all and we just crack up. So I totally gave my boss a hard time about that all night. We, we had a good time. Uh, and now I have some coworkers coming over this afternoon to make some pickles. So Woo. we're oh, having nice. fun with my coworkers. Pickles. Yeah. Overall good pickles. Yeah. Fermentation oh. station over here. Yeah. Fermentation station. You're going to make yeah. some half sours. Oh yeah. Grab your gherkins. Hundo, one hundo piece. I have yeah. so many like logos, not logo slogans for this. I'm yeah. like gherkin gals, grab your gherkins, oh. pickle party. It's just like the branding for this. There's so what much can potential. we do for? Are you gonna make some? You should make some uh, cornichon. You could be the cornichon club. Ooh, yeah. what is cornichon? Little French cornichon. They're the little baby pickles. They're super tiny. Oh, um, oh they're oh. probably they're not more than maybe two inches long. They're really right. good. Yeah, they're like small and very. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know exactly. What yeah, you're super about. briny, super salty. They're really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. It should be fun. Um, I'd also just like saying corny Sean, you know, so. Yeah. Um, I think I'll pull that out this afternoon just so I sound yeah. like. Yeah. Guys, mm-hmm. next time yeah, we should yeah, make yeah. corny Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Corny yeah. Yeah. We love <laughs> Brian. Yeah. We love Brian. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, overall good. I had missed San Francisco, so I'm happy to be back. Oh, I did have just a little, um outsourcing some help here uh utilizing our listeners we are having a holiday party at our place next weekend and um we're doing a white elephant i'm kind of not into white elephants uh because sometimes i think it can be wasteful like you can get things that you don't need or want Mm -hmm. and the budget is so low that you can only get people so much Mm -hmm. with like a $10, $20 budget, that's useful. So if anybody has any ideas for what I can get for, I think our budget is $10, white elephant, that's something that is kind of sustainable and something people would want, let me know because I am looking. I want to participate and be fun, but I'm very, once I get stuck on something, like lately I've just been very like, that's wasteful, that's wasteful, why would I buy that? Like, I get kind of extreme, so I'm trying to tone it down a little bit, but I'm trying to keep my holiday season as low waste and sustainable as I possibly can. I was kind of thinking, this is a little lazy, but like a Starbucks gift card, just because I personally would like a Starbucks gift card and would use Mm it, um, and it doesn't have too much waste to it, but I don't know. Let me know if you have ideas. Yeah. Hit us up on our Instagram at her take podcast or Twitter at her take pod. <laughs> it's tough when you have to get something generic and it's not like a, a true secret Santa or secret right. whatever. Um, because with the secret Santa, you're getting something specific for that person. So you would think that they would yeah. use it. So it's less wasteful. But yeah, it's also tough that exactly. it's uh, $10. A little I know like what do you yeah, get for ten dollars nowadays right I know my roommate already got her gift it's under our little mini tree right now and she keeps saying she's like you would like what I got so I'm definitely gonna try to grab it she won't tell me what it is but mm. I wish she would because I'm not patient mm-hmm. um, right. but she keeps being like no you would like what I got and she got it from one of my favorite stores here so I probably would like it but that's a good point. Set up. So, 
Oh, like a plant? Yeah. Yeah. That's that very, it's, that's like. Actually, kind of... that's so me. Yeah. Yeah. Let me give you life, something yeah. you can grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Um, actually, I mean, maybe this is a weird, th- I mean, maybe the plant is a little strange to bring to a white elephant, but I know Trader Joe's sells uh, orchids for $12 or something. Mm. Their orchids are pretty affordable. So it's a plant. Yeah. You know? Or like a mini cactus. Yeah. You can get somewhere in a tiny little pot. Mm-hmm. I was even going to say. I'll do that, but then I kind of want it myself. <laughs> Right. I was going to say even um, a mug, a Christmas mug with your mm-hmm. own hot cocoa mix that you can put into, you know, something like that. Um, yeah. Or mm-hmm. chocolates or something. I like those. So Yeah. Yeah. I feel like whenever we would do one at work, my go-to was always like candles and fuzzy socks or something. Mm-hmm. But that's even harder because I don't know if a guy got it. Maybe he doesn't want candles and fuzzy socks, but maybe mm-hmm. he can give it to somebody yeah. else. So I don't know. We shall see, but excited about the party anyway, so. That's all from me for my weekly check-in. on that note we're going to transition into our topic discussion of the week um given that it's the holiday season it's going home season something that has been on my mind and i think all our minds is the overarching topic of friendship but specifically um maintaining friendships through different life chapters and reconnecting with old friends uh we had a we have a little home friend home friend girl chat group and somebody brought up somebody else that I used to be friends with in high school that I no longer talk to and it kind of just triggered this in my mind uh how we used to be so close and then whatever, people change, things happened, we no longer speak. And sometimes I feel guilty that I never really gave an explanation to her to why I stopped speaking to her. I just kind of realized like we didn't really align anymore and I was away at school, we just weren't around each other anymore and it just the uh, conversations just stopped. We don't, it's not necessarily anything super dramatic, but we just don't talk anymore. So kind of a trigger to see her name 
because I do feel guilty that I never gave her an explanation, but I also don't feel the need to reconnect with her. Like sometimes she's been like, let me know next time you're home. And I just don't, Mm -hmm. maybe that's mean, but, um, yeah, I don't know what your guys' thoughts on, we're kind of at that age, you know, we're heading into the 24th year. So you're kind of at that age where it's like, what relationships are worth maintaining after college, as you move on with your life? Um, there's, for in my opinion, I really am big on quality over quantity. So if I don't feel somebody, that relationship is serving me anymore, I'm not going to invest time in it. But I'm also a different time zone than most of my friends. So I'm also at a stage where I need to really reach out and make an effort to keep in touch with my friends. So it's like, how do you uh, reconcile any guilt you have with letting certain relationships go and then also holding on to the relationships that truly re-energize you and fuel you no matter where you are, what life chapter you're at. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people around our age have been through this where you either aren't friends with somebody because you maybe had like a friend breakup. Like I have no other way of explaining that. Or you just gradually grow apart and it's not that anything happened. It's just that Mm -hmm. your life just starts moving in different directions. And I know for me, I'm horrible, horrible at like staying in touch with people. So for example, when I was at college. I disagree, but sorry to interrupt, but I disagree. Really? You're pretty good. Yeah, I think that's um, something I admire about you is, at least compared to me, I'm really not much of a good texter. You, throughout college, we were in different places, and you always reached out and were like, how are you doing? This made me, this reminded me of you, or whatever. So I think you're pretty good at it. Oh, wait, thanks. I always felt like I was bad at it, because I feel like sometimes I would hear people saying that they talk to their high school friends every day, as if they were still there, Mm -hmm. and... I felt like I never did that. I mean, we have like our group chats and whatever, and you add things here and there, like gossip about people from high school and things like that. But <laughs> yeah, I always felt a little guilty because I felt like I did a bad job of staying in touch with people when I was in college. Um, but I feel like when I come home, when I see people, it feels like it's not that big of a deal that we didn't talk for three months. Right. You know what I mean? So those are the yeah. friendships that I've, decided are most important to me because I know that regardless of how much time has passed that we still have this connection and Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how long it's been since we've seen each other we'll see each other and it'll be like as if we saw each other the day before and that's how I feel about Mm -hmm. you guys and I'd say a good chunk of our high school friends I wouldn't say all of them but um Mm -hmm. but I think like one of the first times I had like a a friend growing apart situation. It was probably like senior year of high school when we would all like still hang out together. And I just felt that one of my friends wasn't sharing as much with me as she used to. And we used to spend almost every weekend together. We were just so in each other's lives. And 
I still to this day don't know what happened, but I just felt that she was turning to other people to like talk about things. And I still don't know why she, it wasn't like a hard stop. It was just, I just noticed that she, her and I like weren't as close and I think it's carried over into now. And it really upset me for probably a year because I was like, we were so close and I don't know what happened. Um, but I think now it just makes more sense to me in retrospect that our lives just were clearly moving in different directions and we just didn't have the same priorities or outlook or perspective on life. And it's probably for the better that we're not that close anymore. I mean, I still like her and when I see her, it's fine. It's not that we're not friends, but you know, I don't talk to her really. We don't have anything in common. So I think coming to that realization that you don't have that much in common and the friendship isn't of that much value to you anymore and being okay with that. Of course, it's sad, but I think when you don't have as much time on your hands as you used to when you were younger and you're working and you only have so much time on the weekends, um, really trying to prioritize the people that mean the most to you is what has like gotten me through kind of those tougher times, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think um, sort of in that case, I guess, I mean, I think in that situation, so, well, so first I just, like, want to say, like, in terms of, like, the person that you mentioned, Kira, like, I think in, in some of those cases, you know, uh, I think in a lot of situations, we are only friends, and this is not a blanket statement, but I think a lot of times we're friends with the people that we grew up with only because you grew up with mm-hmm. them. So right. you're not, you, you know, as you get older you choose to make the friends that you want. You know, in college, I think a little bit, you ha- some of that carries over. You're friends with the people that you live with or you're friends with the people in, you know, in your sorority or, or whatever. I wasn't in a sorority, so I'm not, you know. But something like that, I think sort of your your situation, sort of you become friends with those people in the same, you know, situation and circumstance. Um, but I think as you get older that's sort of why you see those friendships drift apart because you realize you're only friends with them because you were in close proximity Mm -hmm. and you Mm -hmm. might not necessarily have a lot in common. So I think when it comes to friendships with people, I certainly have the friendships with people that I've drifted and these are Mm -hmm. people that I grew up with. And I find generally that if a person, if the only reason our friendship drifted apart is just if nothing bad happened between the two of us I do try to make some of an effort because a lot of times and I feel like I'm not explaining this well but I think if a friendship drifted apart just because sometimes that how that's how life is then I do try and make an effort to see them every once in a while and to hang out but I think if if a person if you generally just find them to have a more negative impact than a positive one on your life. I don't mm. know that that guilt sh- needs to be there. And I think there's sort of a balancing act, but you know, with some people that I've drifted from, I don't feel bad that I don't see them. And my parents will ask me, Oh, do you know how this person's doing? Or do you know who that, per- how that person is doing? And it's, you know, it's sort of like, well, I follow them on Instagram and I know what's happening and I can tell you what's happening, right? But quite frankly, I'm not invested. I mean, it sounds harsh, but, you know, (laughs) not that it doesn't mean anything, but, you know, 
that's just, they're just not a part of my life anymore. And that's okay. I don't think I'm past the point. I had this discussion with my mom last night about something different, but I'm really at a point where I can't spend the energy to be nice to people that don't deserve. This is, I feel like I'm getting a little farther away because I'm just like salty about other things. No, go for it. But basically I'm not going to, you know, there's no point in me being nice or, you know, faking a relationship with someone that doesn't deserve it. So if right. that friendship ended negatively or that person just isn't a good person, then you know what? You don't have to feel bad about it. If you, I had a relationship with people that nothing happened and we just drifted apart, then that's when I, I feel a little guilty and I'm like, okay, I think even if they're not doing it, maybe I should try and make an effort and reach out. I think it's sort of a situational. It depends sort of on what's happened. But that's sort of my perspective on it. Because there are some people that I really don't feel bad for or don't feel bad that I don't see. It doesn't really matter to me. Um, Yeah. Something that you said, Jackie, that really resonated with me is like realizing you're just friends with someone because they're in close proximity or whatever. Um, Yeah. I had an experience my senior year of college, which... I mentioned this on the podcast before, but basically my senior year living arrangements were kind of horrible in the sense that all my roommates were really messy and um, like people were doing drugs. Like it was insane. Um, But uh, there's this one girl. So her and I were living together and she was in my sorority. We had been friends since freshman year Um, and senior year when we were living together. I just started to realize that the only reason me and this girl were friends was because her and I liked to go out together because her and I always went out. Like I went out so much in college. It was kind of insane, but like she was the same way. And she, if I needed someone to go out with, I know I could text her. And unless she had a legitimate reason, she would come out with me and it'd be fun. Like we would go out together. Um, but Outside of that, we had nothing in common and she was like very self-centered and everything was always about her. And I felt like it's actually senior year when like I needed a friend to lean on. She was not in my corner and I kind of called her out on it. Um, So that was Mm -hmm. like we just kind of after that decided like we're just like not really going to be as close anymore. Um, So that was one, I guess, friend breakup drifting thing where I just realized and I wasn't even that upset about it. Like at first I was a little upset, but then I realized I'm like, her and I are only friends because we go out together, not because we have anything in common. And I thought about it and I was like, if I graduate college and her and I are both in New York City, which just happens to be the case, the only reason her and I would stay friends is because she would invite me out to things and that's about it. And I don't really miss having mm-hmm. her as a friend. Um, I think the same is really true for a lot of girls that were in my sorority I realized um, my senior year like I would go to these pregames and some of my perspective changed when I went abroad which is really cliche but um there would just be girls and it's our senior year we're not living in the house anymore we're not as invested in the sorority as we used to be and all they do is complain about other people in the sorority complain about what exec is doing and complaining about this frat and talking about girls the second that they left the room. And I just got so frustrated with it my senior year, especially towards the end. And I still feel like those people are like that. And some of them live in New York city. And I just honestly haven't even like made the effort to reach out to them. It's not like they've really made the effort to reach out to me too, but 
I'm like, I don't even want to hang out with you because every time we hang out, it's all this negative energy and you just talk about things that don't even matter in the grand scheme of things. And that's not the type of people I want to surround myself with at this point in my life. So, Mm -hmm. and I think it's okay Mm -hmm. to come to that realization that you're just friends with people because they're there and not because you have a genuine connection. Right. And I also think to add on to that, the years don't always necessarily matter, especially when it's like from your childhood. Mm -hmm. I think when people are like, well, we've been friends since we were in kindergarten, so we have to still be friends. It's like, okay, but who were you in kindergarten? (laughs) Like, yeah, there's a lot of years there, but people change. And it's important, like you were saying, to protect your energy. And if people are no longer serving you, just because you've been friends for X many years, it doesn't validate that relationship necessarily. Obviously, like to a certain extent, it makes it harder to let go of that because there are so many memories and there is such a rich history there. But just because you were friends since you were little or X many years doesn't mean you need to hold on to anything that is no longer uh, benefiting you. I think also... As I get older, all my friends are my best friends. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have... I feel Mm. like when you're in elementary school or middle school or whatever, it's kind of a thing to have, like, this is my best friend, and then these are the rest of our friends or whatever. All my friends I could go to for anything. I could talk about anything with. They could do the same with me. They genuinely, like, are soul sisters, like, all my friends are deep relationships that I have with them. Yeah. So I feel like if somebody isn't at that level of, I mean, to varying degrees, but like if you're not at kind of a similar level of we have this deep connection, I'm kind of like, why do we waste time there? Yeah. Again, because we only have so much time and it's so draining to give out to somebody I think that's the other part of why this past relationship that I brought up ended. It's like I was giving so much and wasn't getting it in return. And I think you have to, for your own care and love, have to acknowledge those relationships where you it's not equal. Because a friendship is truly an equal. Actually, every partnership is an equal relationship. You have to give and receive. Um, right yeah I just think yeah it's hard to let go of that guilt but I think we're all right here like if it's not beneficial to you people change I think it's also hard to acknowledge your own change in the moment so I think that was part of it for me was like oh I've grown but you can't really see it in that moment until it's been some time and you can look back and be like oh, part of the reason why there was that separation is because I grew. Right. And that's okay to grow apart. Like, people don't necessarily – I don't feel like I changed and became a totally different person, but I became more me, but Mm -hmm. in a way that was further away from who she was. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's – I think that's, like – 
what you said before, Kira, was is so interesting because it when I think about my friends now, all of my friends, like you said, are my best friends. And I want all of my best friends to meet each other because they would all be best friends. We would all be <laughs> such amazing friends. I want you guys to hang out with my other friends because Aww. it would be great. Like, that's sort of how it's sort of I like that you put it that way because it made me think of that. Um, right. Yeah. I just love yeah. And I think like your true friends know, are like, like... low key friends with your friends. You know what I mean? Kira, you always talk oh, about yeah. just be so beautiful. Fiona and Marissa. And I'm like, I feel like I'm friends with them, even though I don't think Elaine, I've ever really met them. No, no, wait, I met them. I take that back. But you know what I mean? You met, I don't think you met Sienna, but yeah, you've met right. some of my friends. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I also feel like I kind of pride myself on my friends in a way because right. those relationships are so important to me. And my relationships with the women in my life are so important mm. to me that I kind of pride myself on having these good friendships and relationships. And yeah, like you said, like I love my friends and I'm biased, but I just think all my friends are amazing and I'm lucky to have them in my life. And all of all of our friends, sorry to interrupt, just all of our friends make us sound so much smarter than we are because I get to say my friend yeah. Becca is in a PhD program at Tufts and she's, you know, right. gonna be a doctor. And I, I love saying that. I just, I just think, I, I think I sound smarter. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm like, smart by association. Those are overachieving friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, my roommate, Kat, yeah. she goes to Stanford to study mechanical engineering. Like, yeah. she's just a genius. Yeah. So it's fun. My friend got into med school. Thank you. Thank you. Me yeah, too. Yeah, shout out Alyssa. <laughs> you're, you're, not, you're like, because my friend got into med school. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not a doctor, but like, I know one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She can yeah, take my blood pressure or are, something. Yeah, right. <laughs> friendships are important and beautiful, and uh, one of the best parts of living your life in your twenties, I think. Agreed. So, yeah, me too. I also think when I go home, I get very homey. Like I don't want to leave my house and my parents. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So that's also why it's on my mind because it's like, okay, who do I venture out of my house to spend time with? If you're not worth it, come to you. Right. If you're not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, our moms, I think all of our moms are our best friends also. Because I just had such a fun night last night with my mom because I think she had like a little too much wine, but don't tell her I said that. But it was extra fun. (laughs) And it just, yeah, I just realized I love my mom and she's my best friend. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I don't want to leave yeah. home. Definitely could be an entirely different <laughs> yeah. pod topic. As you get older, how much you appreciate yeah. your parents and you realize like you're friends with your parents. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Right. Right. Like once I went to college, it was like being away from your mom and your dad, my dad as well. Um, but I just feel like my mom and I are so, as the older I get, I'm like, whoa, my mom and I are the same person. Yeah. It's kind <laughs> I love of it. Weird. We're both INFJs, so, like, we're very much on the same wavelength, very similar. But yeah, once you go to college, you're like, oh, I kind of like my parents. Like, they're kind of great. <laughs> kind of my favorite people. Yeah, very, I think our parents we're lucky got, in that sense. Yeah, our parents got cooler as we got older because I think uh, my dad and I started hanging out more just sort of – just doing things like my dad has really bad. Sorry, this is kind of a weird, like just a weird 
it's just an important tidbit. My dad has really bad vision, so he can't drive. Um, he can drive, but he is not allowed to drive basically, right? So I do take him, you know, here and there and I take him on his errands and I think that's when we hang out more. And those are really nice sort of outings that we have. And I think mm-hmm. obviously when I was in high school, I didn't have my license or a car, not until the very, very end, right? So now that I'm, you know, out of college and I have, you know, I have my own transportation, we do those things more. And I think those are sort of our fun outings that we do. Cause then, you know, before that, before we can do errands, we have to have breakfast or something. Right. So, um, mm-hmm. those are nice things. So I think we hang out more now than before. Um, so it's nice. Yeah, and I just kind of like having a relationship with my parents as yeah. an yeah. adult. Yeah. That's another thing I thought about as I moved away. It's like, Oh, but I also do want to have a relationship with my parents as an adult while you know we're all still here oh my gosh all right (laughs) before we die before we die i want my parents oh my god i want to hang out with them yeah (laughs) i was dark i hope my mom doesn't i definitely think we should like wow i can't speak my mom doesn't listen so it's fine i was gonna say i definitely think we should like make this a pod topic maybe next week we'll talk about this because i have a lot to say yeah i could just go on and on yeah and i also think we should get our moms yes. on terry yeah. on the pod <laughs> terry on the pod terry's a terry character. is a character mm-hmm. oh yeah <laughs> actually can we get terry on the pod just to do a bachelor rundown like can terry <laughs> come on and just give us like here's what happened this week on the bachelor and here's all my yes. opinions because that would be kind of We're going to have to wait a while till uh, Peter's season. But yes. Although I feel like she can't keep track a little bit. Right. So that's where I come in to help out. But <laughs> it's understandable. <laughs> I just get such a kick out of her. She's like, this one's a Oh, yeah, Luke boy. P. <laughs> <laughs> I like taught her that word. And then the whole season she was like, Luke P. Oh, <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> inspired all right well i think uh on that note on the fuck boy note yeah it's time to move on this is like not even a smooth transition at all we yeah. want to talk about yeah. kamala like this is not yeah. <laughs> um yeah we just wanted to transition into a little politics wrap up it's been a while since we've talked about politics honestly i think feeling a little drained in the news, like I, right? I we all, you know, I'm NPR all the time. I'm the Daily. I'm yeah, keeping it's up, a lot. But sometimes it's just the impeachment, mm-hmm. the impeachment yeah. has been draining, yeah, to say the least. So haven't really had the energy to talk about it. But yeah. this week, Kamala Harris has announced that she is dropping out of the 2020 presidential race. Um, and I think we just wanted to touch on it quickly and kind of just have a little connection over it because I think we're all feeling a little down about it. Not surprised. I mean, I'm personally not surprised. I didn't expect her to go all the way to the end, but I think I'm just a little frustrated that for the reasons why she wasn't able to go all the mm-hmm, way mm-hmm. to the end. Um, I think it has to do with some deep-rooted racism and sexism in our country. Agreed. And, uh I just think the presidential race is getting a bit frustrating. Um, I just want them to pick somebody already. I mean, I know it's not going to happen for a while, but yeah. 
it's just even watching the debates I'm like okay we get it Bernie you want Medicare for all I don't feel like anything new comes out of the debates at this point but maybe that's just my opinion but yeah back to the Kamala thing so I mean I didn't think she would get the nom she was my personal favorite to be honest um I just love the way she conducts herself she's so well-spoken and she's tough they feel like she had a plan and Mm-hmm. You know, I, I do like Elizabeth Warren as well, but, you know, I have to respect, like, Kamala's a woman, and she's a boss-ass bitch, and she has a plan, and I feel like some of her policies resonated a little bit more with me. Um, So she was, like, my personal favorite. Um, Again, didn't think she was going to get the nom, but I think it's upsetting to see that she dropped out <clears throat> so early when there's so many other random people still in the running. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, yeah. I thought she was, like, yeah. at least top five. Maybe five. But I thought she was up there in my head. Um, I will just... Sorry, I'm just going to interject with that. I think um, I was talking to some friends of mine who are very politicky and they're all they all sort of work in local politics. I think part of the reason why she dropped out now, it, it seemed to be a fundraising issue, but I think if she had stayed on longer, she would have ended up on the California primary ballot and she would have lost badly in her home state. Oh. Um, so I think that seems to be maybe, yeah, that sort of seems to be... Um, something that might have driven her to drop out now as opposed to maybe sticking out a couple more weeks until the end of the year. So mm-hmm. I think there, I think maybe there is, um, I think that's part of the reason why, yeah. why she did it now. Although, mm-hmm. I mean, I think she would have, I mean, she, she would have had, she would have dropped out eventually. Yeah. I just don't totally understand what happened. <laughs> like, right. she started off so strong and then just gradually went, downhill i'm not saying we're gonna solve this i'm just saying it'll be interesting in the coming months to see the analysis of i don't necessarily think she did anything wrong but what is it about i well i was like i'm not gonna solve this but i do have one proposal for what i think it might be i think it's who is going to be trump this country is so racist Also, let's not downplay how sexist this country is. Like, to the Elizabeth Warren point, too. I I like Elizabeth Warren. I think she is incredibly Mm -hmm. smart, incredibly badass, has put in so many years of service to this country, and would be a great president. But let's not downplay how sexist this country is, and can a woman win the election over Trump? I don't know. So I think that's also part of it is there, like, it sucks to say, but like, you have, you're at the point where we have to beat Trump. So you're going to invest in a candidate that is going to get the most votes and it might not be a woman. And I don't understand, or especially it might not be a woman of color. I don't understand why it's so hard for us to acknowledge that women would low-key be better leaders, Yeah, whatever. But I don't think we're at the point where we're ready for a female president. I thought we were. So I was all excited about Hillary Clinton. And now I've learned that, like, you people are so behind on the times and can't deal yeah. with a woman in power. And I think it will come down to Biden 
or Elizabeth Warren. And in my opinion, it seems like Elizabeth Warren has her shit together. And Biden has been struggling like in the debates. Like I don't think he's really come out strong at those at all, but he'll probably still get the nomination because he's quote unquote more likely to be Trump because he's a white guy and has had experience as a vice president and is a little bit more moderate and Oh, he's been horrible at the debates. I'm like, I don't think you could do it. (laughs) I'm increasingly like he would not be a good president. Oh, I don't think so either. Like, increasingly like he's messed up. Yeah. It's annoying. Also, another thing I just wanted to talk about very briefly is, so there's this girl that was in my sorority who is, um, she's a boss-ass bitch, and I feel like every time I was around her, um, I love talking to her because she was just so knowledgeable about politics and so strong in her beliefs, but in a way that like empowered me to be strong in my own political beliefs. Anyway, so she was saying that once she graduated, because she also did a fifth year master program, she was like, I really want to go on the campaign trail with uh, with a candidate. So I was like, oh, that's so exciting. Oh, yeah, oh my God. So she recently, I I would say like two or three months ago, moved to freaking Iowa to be on Kamala Harris's campaign team. And the first thing that I thought about after Kamala announced how sad it is to drop out and all this stuff, I was like, this poor girl just moved all the way to Iowa. And now she just dropped out of the race. And I can only imagine how demoralizing that is for her and the team that all, you know, uprooted their lives to move to these crazy states Sorry, not crazy. Sorry if you're from Iowa, but <laughs> in the no, middle of nowhere. <laughs> All of our friends are from. I know. Iowa, well, basically. Alyssa will probably like come back because she she feels very strongly about Iowa, and I'm like, listen, it's Iowa. It's Iowa. <laughs> but anyway, this poor girl just moved there. Now I don't know what's up. I should ask her, but. Well, I don't know. I'm inspired by the fact that she did that to campaign for somebody's uh, presidential mm-hmm. race. So I'm kind of like, that's amazing. I wish I had Like, done yes that. and no. Even if it doesn't work out, like, to mm-hmm. be a part of that, to be a part of Kamala's campaign, yeah. incredible. I'd move to Iowa for Kamala for a short period. I don't know if I could do it, for but sure. I respect it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> respect. I don't know. I guess we'll just yeah. see how the rest of the year plays out with the election. Impeachment is just like it's all over yo, the place. Nancy Pelosi this week. Mm. Ooh, what a shiro! When yeah. she turned around and was like, "I do not hate the president." If you haven't seen that video, I was like, "Nancy Pelosi is reminding y'all she's yo. from Baltimore." <laughs> she was really like, she turned around and was like, "Don't mess with me." She's had it. She's done. Um, but yeah, the impeachment inquiries, I thought this week was really interesting with um, all those professors sharing their um, analysis of yeah. what's going well, down. I thought that that was super, it was like, they're not politicians, yeah. they're professors, and they know our laws and our constitution so immensely well and are so intelligent, and all of them, except the Republican one, <laughs> are right. telling you. Well, the reason... Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, but I mean, the reason why they're doing this now is because now the impeachment inquiry has moved to the Judiciary Committee as opposed to the Intelligence Committee. So that's so that is another step forward into 
to getting those articles of impeachment drawn up. So that's exciting. Um, right. Cause be. initially like it was about what are the facts, what yeah. happened. And now it's about, okay, is this illegal? Is this yeah. an impeachable offense? Yeah. Um, so that's what the judiciary committee is, um, here to Establish. determine. Yeah. Yeah. So not a fun time, but just no. very interesting. Yeah. yeah. And um, Mike Bloomberg, sorry, I'm just going to add, Mike Bloomberg joined the race. And I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, what? Um, I don't need, like, I don't need more old white men running for president. And him. It's enough. The thing uh, is, I do think he would be, a, like, a better yeah, Joe I mean, Biden, you know? Right, I if guess. If you're going to get into a moderate white man, he would be a better version. Cory Booker was recently said, he was like, Kamala and I would have never been able to do what these billionaires are doing, mm. where they just show up late to the game right. and are like, I'm going to run for president, which I think is yeah. valid. Like, they are not putting in the same time yeah. that these other candidates are. So I'm a little yeah. like, I feel, I understand you have enough money that you can get in voters' faces right away. But you haven't put in that time and effort to make those connections and grow that base. I mean, everybody else has been going for oh, a yeah. year plus. Right. So I thought it was a valid comment from Cory Booker to be like, especially Cory and Kamala being people of color could not have just showed up late to the game and been like, I'm going to run for president. You should vote for me. Like they have to extra... Um, prove themselves to mm-hmm. voters. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't like my... Well, not that I dislike Mike Bloomberg. I don't understand. I mm, I don't think it's necessary for him to run, although I will say there... I mean, there. I guess you have to commend him for funding his own race, but I guess he can just do that because he's a billionaire, right? So, But I mean, I think that's interesting. So rich. Um, so rich that you can just spend... I don't, who knows how much money he'll spend, how long he'll last, where it'll go. Um, I mean, and he's not taking donations, right? So I think that's... Yeah, right. Amazing. So he won't be on any debate stage right. because he's not fundraising. Oh, is that how that works? It doesn't just have to do with the polls, how you're doing? Right. They changed oh. it. I think this is new that they changed it. If you're not raising money, you cannot be part of the wow. debate. I didn't know this. That's sort of weird. Hmm. Yeah. I think it's new, given how crowded the field is. (laughs) Interesting. Did not know that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you're so welcome. Mm, Um, Speaking of rich people, guys, this is such a tangent, but I rode in a Tesla last night. (laughs) And I was just like, this is the most (laughs) expensive thing my body has ever touched. And so now I kind of feel like... Mike Bloomberg, I understand you. Me too. I'm rich. I read <laughs> How did you? Were you getting a ride home? How does that? How did that? How'd you my get a Tesla? My boyfriend has a Tesla. Oh my it's gosh! Huge. It's so obnoxious. wow. It's so Good for your Francisco. friend. <laughs> Legit. Yeah, I'm like marry up. Um, Yikes. Yeah. Speaking of billionaires, <laughs> I am one. There's too. this guy in my grad program who I just <laughs> didn't like for so many reasons, but he moved to Philly after graduation he had told us my dad's getting me a Tesla I'm like you're living in a city why are you getting a Tesla that's so obnoxious that's rich so people problems I mean I guess it's electric at that's least true. right yeah but yeah 
Anyway, that was a quick commercial break. Not at Elon Musk. Yeah. Sponsor us. However, <laughs> at Elon Musk. Actually, I don't know if I want, want to be Elon Musk. Yeah, Tesla. I'm not no. sure how they're doing. I kind of like him. I think yeah. he's funny. anyway. <laughs> I think they're trying to go into space, so they don't have time True. to sponsor people. So I used to think um, he was a genius, and now I used to think that everything he said was so crazy. But he was a genius, and he's now, a madman. No, he's actually like a problem. Yeah, he's fun um, to follow on Twitter. Anyway. That's a topic for another week. <laughs> topic for another week. Guys, let's uh, move on to some of our hot takes of the week. What is on your minds in the hot culture? Hot culture? Oh, my God. Wow. Hot uh, culture world. Jackie. Hot pop. This What's is, up with the hot I pop? <laughs> I don't know if this is pop culture because this show premiered in 1999, I think. However. Such an old song. Uh, Right. So, however, I have major news because the West Wing is leaving Netflix in 2020, and I'm really upset about it. Um, They're moving to HBO Max, which is a new streaming service that HBO is releasing, which I don't understand why they're releasing the streaming service, because HBO is already HBO, and you can watch HBO on your smart TV. I don't understand it. HBO Now exists. I Maybe it's HBO merging. Go. I don't know. Oh, it's, yeah, HBO. Yeah, HBO Go, HBO Now, and now HBO Max. So the West Wing is leaving Netflix, and I'm really upset about it because I refuse to pay for another streaming service, even though I don't even pay right? for my Netflix account because of my sister in laws. <laughs> it's crazy. But like, I pay for other things needs to streamline. Like we need yeah. one streaming service where I can get everything. Like the ho- stop taking stuff away from Netflix. I'm never gonna not pay for Netflix. It's only right. Netflix. Put yeah. all your stuff on Netflix. Like I make just don't Netflix pay you more for your the, work, but like I'm not gonna buy Disney Plus. Yeah, like, it's just oh, not gonna happen. I thought about Disney Plus. I don't know. Ugh. I'm not well, a Marvel Disney fan, Plus. So. Well, Disney Plus is Star Wars too, and everything else. There's a Disney. lot of content. Remember, Disney yeah. owns yeah, everything. We... Yeah, I know. So you can watch like all of the original yeah. Star Wars movies on Disney Plus. So that's my brother and his appealing. friends bought Disney um, Plus, which means that we now have Disney Plus. Um, you have Disney there's Plus. a lot of content. I love oh, well, if you lot. have Disney, it's kind of worth it. The new Anna Kendrick Christmas movie on Disney Plus, I did watch at my cousin's house. It's called Noel, and it's oh. amazing. So if you have oh. Disney Plus this holiday season, you have to watch Noel. It is hysterical. It's so good. Have Disney sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, legit. I, Yo, if Disney the... sponsored us, mm, boo, I would get Disney Plus. Yeah, we get Disney Plus. Well, I think part of the reason why I just don't understand, I think that there is we're gonna have a problem, and we're already having a problem with streaming services. Is that you know part of the appeal of having streaming services is like people pay a lot, or people would pay a lot of money for cable, right? Cable is in decline. Um, people would pay a lot of money for cable and all of their different channels, and you know, that package would be, you know, people pay, you know, over $150 usually a month for their cable and their TV. And so now with the the benefit of streaming services was that, oh, you have, you know, maybe two or three streaming services and they're 10 to $15 each a month and you get all the shows you want. And then anything else you can just watch on YouTube, which you can just put on your TV and that's it. Right. But now you've got Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, and Disney Plus and HBO Max and HBO and everything else. And it's everything is going to be, you know, how many streaming services are people going to realistically pay for? How many do I want to pay for? Why do I have to pay for all of them? It, it's just sort of, it's just, I don't know, like, where does this end? Because now we're just going to be paying right. 
all this money for all these streaming services because I want to watch that one show on that one streaming service and I have to get the other one to watch that show. It's a lot. It's, yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where it all goes. Right, because I don't, the point of, I mean, not the whole point of it, but one of the selling points of the streaming service is saying that get rid of cable and just get this one thing and you save all this money and you have everything. And then, but if there's, you know, 10 streaming services that all have everything that you want, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't think it's sustainable. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, the West Wing is leaving Netflix. I'm really upset about it. So you guys should watch it now um, before it goes. Cause I don't know. I'm gonna have to get a DVD because I'm not going to get another service. I'm just going to get DVDs. Of all seven yeah, seasons of the West school. Wing. Yeah, right? I mean, this is just going to make me buy now. DVDs again. Maybe this is the plan. Maybe this is big DVD doing it so that we just buy DVDs mm. again. I don't yeah. Know. Right? Conspiracy theory. Jackie, <gasps> if you really still want to watch the West Wing, I'm pretty sure my family has whatever the HBO streaming services because my family was really into Game of Thrones. And I just don't think we ever got rid of it. So... Thank you so much. I, will I don't have the take password, <laughs> but uh, talk to Terry. No, it's okay. <laughs> Honestly, I just, I love the West Wing. I rewatch it all the time. It's very rewatchable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, I'm, I, I'll miss it if I don't have it. I'll figure it away. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry for your loss. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm wearing all black today and morning. It's fine. In your um, honor. Me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jen, I know you I got do. some hot takes. Actually, so. while Jackie was talking, I thought about this briefly, but I started um, season three of The Crown. I actually rewatched seasons one and two, started oh, season yeah. three. And Jackie, I have to concur with you. I don't think Olivia Coleman is as great as Claire Foy. It's <sighs> yeah, tough. Yeah, it's not as good. It's yeah. kind of upsetting. Yo, I think I disagree. I think it's not it's the content. Olivia Coleman. Yeah, that's what we had said too. Right, yeah. that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. It, yeah, because when you said that, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think it's Olivia Coleman because well, I've, I haven't seen the whole season yet, but she is doing such an incredible job at acting without speaking. Like her um, facial... I know what you're saying. I don't know acting words. But she's just like, she's at this stage in the queen's life where the queen is kind of grappling with her life phase and her role as queen. And so you can see a lot of this just in how she's reacting and thinking to think about things. But I think the content of the season is not as good as the past two. It's not as exciting. It's kind of very slow moving. Yeah, they gave Claire Foy a lot to work with. And, and she Olivia delivered. Oh my gosh, doesn't have yeah. as much. And she's just not in the episodes as much. Like, right. Was, you know, yeah. So. I just think it's like, what's that phrase? That's like six in one, half a dozen in the other. Like, they're both such incredible actresses. Mm-hmm. But it's what the material mm-hmm. that they're given to work with. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to mention that briefly. I haven't finished season three um, because I pivoted to Maisel this weekend. But I will, I will go back and watch. And again, I might restart the season, actually, but we'll see. But some other things that I wanted to talk (laughs) about was there's been a lot of new music lately, and I'm a little overwhelmed by how much music there is from truly some of my favorite artists. So 
I have been patiently waiting for The weekend to drop an album for years. Like, he has not dropped an album in over three years. He did have an EP come out, I want to say, a year and a half ago, like, right after him and Selena Gomez broke up. And it was good, but it was just really sad. So I don't like to listen to it too often because that's just not really my vibe with The weekend. Um, but it, he dropped two new songs, one right before Thanksgiving and one the day after. And both of them are so good. And I feel like he's back. And I'm really excited because I think that he's going to announce um, his album coming out soon. So fingers crossed there. Um, a few songs came out on Friday, which was my birthday. So that was really exciting um, from literally like three of my favorite artists. So Taylor Swift released a Christmas song. That's really fun and cute. Um, Halsey released two new songs. I really, really like one of them. So that's exciting. Um, both of them are like not necessarily feel good poppy songs. They're more dreamy and uh, they're just good. And I'm really excited for her album to come out as well. But it's not coming out till January. And I feel like I've been waiting a long time for her album to drop. I don't know if you guys really listen to Halsey, but. I feel like it's been a while. Like she's been teasing this for yeah. for a while, but it's coming out in January. Yeah, I'm not really a Halsey fan. Sorry. Yeah, this makes me sad. <laughs> sorry. She, sorry. Um, I got into her with her first album because one of my roommates really liked her and actually can sing just like her. So her first album is amazing. Her second album was like, eh. but I have a feeling this one's going to be really good. So I'm excited for that. And then. Our boy Harry released a song on Friday. It is so good, guys. He sure did. It is so our good. Mans. Yeah, our man's. Yo, this album is just going to be yeah, so Yeah, I can feel good. it. Yeah. Like, listening to all these songs, I'm like, what? Is, this album is going to be, like, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And Jen and I already have tickets to see him oh, yeah. in July. Oh, actually, I did We're going to go see him. You do, too? Yay. Yeah. Woohoo. He does not come to San Francisco, so, like... Thanks a lot, boo. But right. gonna rent a car and drive down oh to San Jose. Um, <laughs> because anybody who knows me and knows my roommate, like that was kind of the basis of our friendship. Was <laughs> we both love Harry like a lot. So there's like no right. way we're not going. Um, but just mm-hmm. inconvenient. But yeah, That's we have so tickets, exciting. So I don't even know the day of the concert. I just know it's a Tuesday. I don't even know what day. Oh my gosh. I was also just thinking about his previous album. So it came out when I was in London and I just remembered I listened to it so much when it came out because it was right around final season for me. And I feel like it just encapsulated like my whole London mood and Meet Me in the Hallway is my favorite song on that album. And Spotify Wrapped came out this week and it was my number two song of the decade, like number two. Of the decade. Of the decade. Oh, my and, gosh. <laughs> like, you would think the 1975 would have been, like, in my top two. It, one of their songs wasn't until number three. I mean, they were my top one of the decade. But, yeah, Meet Me in the Hallway was number two. So I was clearly going through it a little bit in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look, Unpopular Opinion, because – so many of our friends and listeners have posted their Spotify wrapped, but like 
I was so over everybody's Spotify wrapped. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I think it's just because I don't use Spotify, but I was just like, I don't care, everyone. Also, if like the chain smokers are on your top five, just like I should unfollow all the people that posted right? that because like I don't want to shame anybody for their music taste, but like that's embarrassing. I think what was interesting to me was it had a little thing that said, this is how many minutes you've listened to music. And some people's was so low. Like, I know people that listen to music constantly. I'm not one of those people. But I am listening to music, I think, a decent amount of time. And my numbers were pretty up there. But some people, I'm like, do you even listen to music? I'm confused. It was really low. I just feel like music is a really big part of my life, so I don't understand how people don't listen to it. I'm confused. I can't even figure out, though, how to find that. It just says your top songs, and then it just has my top songs. I can send you a link, Jackie. But how do I find my top songs? Yeah, I have to figure it out. Oh, best of the decade for you. I found, but still doesn't. I don't know, guys. We'll I don't figure understand it out. technology. Yeah, my um, my. Oh well. Yeah, it's fine. Don't post it on your Instagram. <laughs> I did. No, 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 sorry, no, no, no. I'm over it. Yeah, I've declared. I know. Mine like, I'm sorry because have... I know so many people who have. But yeah, <laughs> I'm like, we're canceling it. It's done. It's I'm fine. <laughs> Well, most of it's honestly the Hamilton album, now that I'm looking at it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right? It would be like <laughs> all of, Queen of and Adele. Queen. 2016, you solely listened to Hamilton. Yeah, actually my 2019 yeah. Ooh, Juice looked is like mind. pretty basic because I listened to a lot of Taylor Swift because her album came out. So, like, a lot of my songs were hers. Mm. But you know what? It's fine. I feel like a lot of mine would be, like, for the decade, it'd be, like, you listen to a lot of my <laughs> Christmas album. You know? Like, for the whole decade. Anyway. Congrats on all our, all the new music, Jen. So yeah. your birthday wasn't too bad because everybody gave you little gifts, you know? Mm-hmm. Halsey was like, you're Harry welcome, Jen. was like, you're welcome. Yeah, Ugh, the like, song is so good. Go. I'm so excited. And his album comes out on Friday. I'm so excited. Yeah. Oh, really? On Friday? Oh, yeah. December 13th, mm-hmm. of course. Right. Conspiracy theory. I know. It's Taylor Swift's <laughs> birthday. Right. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what's up? Anyway, well, I, um, this week, in other music-related news... The most revolutionary thing to happen to Christmas music since Mariah Carey, Casey Musgraves, has <laughs> mm-hmm. a Christmas special on Amazon, and it is so good. I'm such a Casey Musgraves fan. Like, everything she does, style, aesthetic, musically, She's I really love. She's really this year. Right? I'm here yeah. for her, though. Crazy. Um, yeah. such I just love her. I'm such a fan. Uh, her song with Leon Bridges is, like, I've had on repeat all week. It's so good. Uh, so if you haven't seen and you have Amazon, I recommend watching it. I really enjoyed it. Um, and then my other hot take of the week is I've been kind of uh, low-key following the Gabrielle Union leaving America's Got Talent news. Um, I just wanted to say if you haven't been paying attention, I think... Gabrielle Union is my little Shiro. Um, She has just called out NBC. And obviously NBC has been in the news the past year a lot for um, 
everything. <laughs> the powerful men that they've protected for yeah. uh, the toxic work culture that they have, and Gabrielle Union has called them out for some of the inappropriate uh, comments she's had to deal with, uh, some of the racism on set. Um, so just a little disappointing because NBC is such a big company and I'm sure I, I'm trying to think of, there has to be something of theirs that I watch because I just feel like NBC is such a big um, corporation, but just continuously disappointed by, even after like all the Matt Lauer stuff, like they haven't learned, yeah. I don't understand, like stop. Basically a lot of it came from, there were some, there was a racist joke made by a guest judge, Jay Leno, that Gabrielle wanted to report to um, HR and the producers would not let her. Mm. And then Simon Cowell, who's in charge of America's Got Talent, has called her difficult to work with, which is just like, is she difficult to work with because she is calling you all out for your racist and sexist work environment like that's really offensive so it's now in NBC's court to do something about this and change something because media and television is such an important part of setting an example for the rest of our society so and they're such a big company that just uh would like them to do a little mm-hmm. better personally that is all. I think that uh, brings us to our very last segment. I don't think I have any retakes, but if you guys have any retakes from our previous episodes, it's been a few weeks since we've uh, caught up, but yeah, Jackie, do you have a retake? I do just have a little important retake. I share this uh, for any people I may have misled. Because I would just like to clarify that the GRE does not super score in the exact same way the SAT does. I realized this hours after I said it. I reread the website. Basically, you can just submit whatever test has the better scores overall, but you can't submit different sections, which is fine. Um, mm-hmm. Which I just wanted, I don't want anyone to, <laughs> to, to listen to that and think that that's mm-hmm. what it is. <laughs> so you can't super score right. the way the SAT does. So that's just everyone, like, as if there's so many people listening to this, but just be aware <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> that's important information. Be aware. <laughs> yeah. That could really impact people's real life. So I just yeah. wanted to clarify. Well, we that. were talking about it, uh, Jackie and I, at our friend's birthday dinner. And yeah. I was under the impression that it was yeah. super scoring in terms of you could take your best from each subject. And I was like, wow, that's cool. And so that's why nope. Nope. I was like, nope. maybe nope. you should clarify this. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. Thanks, Jackie. Well, I'll say she first. <laughs> Thanks for yeah. clarifying. I don't have any retakes, so. Cool. On that note, we'd like to leave you with the uh, important reminder to invest in the friendships that fuel you, especially at this time of year when holiday emotions can be draining and being with family and going back home can be a lot. Uh, Keep in touch with those who are the ones that bring you the most joy and uh, make you a better person. Uh, also, 
take a deep breath. I think we always forget to take deep breaths. So as the year comes to an end and the decade comes to an end, which I'm kind of like, whoa, wow. 2020, kind of crazy. Um, remember to take a deep breath and take time for yourself. Thank you again so much for listening to this episode. You can connect with us at Her Take Podcast on Instagram and Her Take Pod on Twitter. Um, let me know your sustainable gift ideas, please. Uh, we do check our DMs because uh, trust me, we don't have that many followers. So if you want to reach out there or if you're one of my friends and you just want to text me, please do. I appreciate it. Thank you all again. We'll talk to you next week. Adios. Ciao. All the love. It's a pleasure as Thank always. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye, everyone.